Hello, and welcome to the 13th episode of How to Hold a Pencil. My name is Ruben Ingber, and I'm your host, and I might sound a little congested this week because I have a cold, but the recording goes on. Uh, And I want to apologize briefly for missing last week. There were some issues with the recording, and I'd rather not put out a show than put out a terrible show. So we're back this week, and we'll be back for a lot more weeks to come. And don't get... don't. Get worried. Daniel Friedman, who was supposed to be on the show last week from Thinkful, will be on the show soon. Uh, we're rescheduling. But this week I have with me uh, Alex Carpenter, a self-taught developer from the Midwest working at Masaga Design. And uh, and he also works on the GR Field Guide. And I can't wait to talk to him all about that and more. Welcome, Alex. And for the people who don't know who you are, why don't uh, you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? All right. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Alex Carpenter. I'm a front-end developer and designer from uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I work at a company called Masuga Design, where uh, we do uh, some client projects as well as some in-house projects that we work on. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I On the side, I do uh, what is called GR Field Guide. It's a little website dedicated to the, uh, the city I live in. Uh, where each week I interview a uh, local native and they share their favorite place to get uh, coffee, breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, cocktail, and a beer. And then then there's also just some links to uh, some restaurants and bars and coffee shops that I think are worth visiting. So that's pretty much it. Well, that's awesome. So let's start at the beginning. Um, I know that you have that you at one point were teaching yourself how to do websites and stuff like that. What caused you to start learning uh, web development and design? Yeah, um, uh, before I got into, I guess, being a web developer full time, it was uh, me and my buddy started a video company where uh, we needed uh, a website that it would show off our work and uh i just needed to learn some of it just to get it out there and i think when we first started it was built on tumblr which i don't know if that's really built on tumblr we put it on tumblr and uh i just learned through that uh picking through the source code on there and uh learning a little bit more here and there and eventually moved over to verb where i kind of got a little bit more comfortable learning html and css so I know you were I know you were a real beginner at the at the time, and uh, Tumblr is definitely a, one of the more difficult platforms to really figure out, just because the code is very odd, uh, in my in my opinion. Uh, but how did you really build your confidence? I mean, to build anything at the beginning, and what kept you moving forward? Uh yeah. Um, I guess the biggest thing was I knew we needed a website, like. Uh... We were making videos for a local coffee shop, and I wanted some way to get it out there besides just hosting on Vimeo or YouTube, something that we could kind of have more of our own branding on and people could go to and maybe hire us for future projects. Uh, Tumblr at the time, like, I, I didn't know that I wanted to do web development. It was more of just trying to get it done, and the more I did it and uh, kind of played around with it, the more I liked it and stuff like that. So I dug into it a little bit more and kind of uh just kept pursuing that um so you know you you started out on tumblr and then you obviously moved on to verb but i'm really interested everybody goes about learning everyone i've spoken to both on and off the show has sort of gone 
uh, very all different routes to learn uh, the skills. Some have Googled their way through it. Some have gone to Treehouse and some have used, you know, a myriad of other resources. You know, what what process did you sort of go through day to day to learn and build your skills? Like clearly now you are working full time as a developer. And I think that your skills have grown uh, significantly since you're toying with Tumblr days. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, like the biggest thing I, I'd say is... Uh, just uh i kept uh i just needed to uh keep learning it and stuff like that um (laughs) no no i understand that what i'm saying is 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 uh you know what you know if you said if you found yourself with a problem uh, that you needed to solve how did you go about solving those problems and how did you go about learning the skills necessary uh to get where you are oh yeah um I guess the biggest thing was learning, like, uh, viewing the source code on uh, people I followed's websites. I know a lot of, when I first started out, I was following uh, Chris Coyer and then uh, also Harry Roberts. And those were probably two of the biggest uh, learning inspirations for me. Uh, I, I just, it's really easy for me to learn from the way Chris Coyer explains stuff. And then uh, kind of the way Harry Roberts uh presents it on CSS Wizardry. It really clicked with me as well. Uh, I tried doing, like, uh, Treehouse and all those other, like, online learning websites like that, and it just never really clicks for me. Uh, There's just something about the way Chris Courier presents it that I I feel like it's the easiest for me to learn and easiest for me to pick up. Uh, I guess the biggest thing lately was learning the process of grunt, and I went through it a couple of times, and uh, finally, Chris Coyer made a post on, uh, I think it was on 24ways. And uh, it just clicked for me right from then. And so, yeah. That, all of that. That's really, I mean, that's fantastic. A lot, a lot of people have alluded uh, to Chris Coyer's website, CSS Tricks, and his other, and all his other writing and speaking. But nobody said that that's been their, their sort of their own not their only but their main resource for learning and i i think it's i think it's a very valuable website it's a website that i use constantly i um you know i check it's it usually shows up as the number one thing when you google something if it's not stack overflow um so what was it like for you as you know your your knowledge of web development grew you know you were doing these videos and you know you had this this sort of thing that you were doing full time and then you started to transition to something else. And I'm, I'm, I always like to hear sort of what was the reaction from other people around you when you said, Hey, I'm going to become a web developer full time, or I'm going to focus on this full time. Oh man. Uh, I'll probably have to back up here a little bit to give a uh, kind of the backstory of it. But, uh, over like about two years ago now, I was up until this point, I was working for my parents at a feed mill so I had no experience in the in the web development industry at all or knew that I was going towards that at all. But uh, it's something my family had since I was a little kid, and I grew up there, and I was kind of worked there and helped them out. And uh, finally, we had to shut it down over two years ago now. And uh, I was kind of just for once in my life uh, not having a job to fall back on. So uh, this was a period when I was kind of transitioning away from the video company that I was doing with my buddy for a while. Um, I that kind of dissolved from there and uh, I knew I needed to find something else and I was almost going to start a job working for my mother-in-law now uh, 
driving uh, mail for the local UPS or whatever here in town. So I was kind of had a month off, and I really played around with uh, the HTML and CSS stuff, not not really thinking I was going to try and find a job in the industry, but I was just doing it to to take up time throughout the day. Then uh, kind of finally one day I just saw I was searching around uh, uh, the web, uh, the web for uh, front end jobs in town, and I came across one. Uh, threw together like a little splash page that had maybe three blocks of text on a Tumblr theme, and uh, sent that over to my boss now, who is my boss now, and uh, had a meeting with him. And after uh, about a week, uh, I got the job from there. And now I'm a year later and I'm still at the job. So <laughs> that's, that's really amazing. I think a lot of people who are, who are setting out just now and you're just starting out, you know, are, are oftentimes scared to apply for that first job. And I think that, you know, the way you, the way you went about it is a, is a perfect example of just, you know, going full, you know, deciding this is what you wanted to do and going full force into it. Um, so clearly, uh, you have learned probably a lot on the job, um, I've been at my job now as a web developer for two and a half months, and I learn new things every single day I'm there. Um, but, you know, what keeps you motivated in the job and what keeps you going to continue learning and building up your skills throughout, you know, th- while working full time? Uh, really, uh, some of the projects uh, that we have kind of force me almost in a way to have to learn new things. Um it's just something that really attracts me to the industry. I guess in general is just like that. You're never finished learning. You're, there's always something new to grasp or there's a new way to go about doing what you were doing before. Maybe that makes it easier this time around or something like that. So uh, I'm constantly, even if it's not something that changes like uh, the way I'm doing things, it makes it easier for me or for the team that I'm working with. So uh, that's, I think that's my biggest inspiration. Just I've been in a job where I, there wasn't anything to work for, and now I'm kind of in this job that, I, that I'm really passionate about and seeing like it, it's rapid development and stuff like that, and it just keeps me excited for it. So that's one of the great things about this industry. So I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on everything you just said. Um, so you know, I know that you work full time for for a firm. You know, doing design work, and I think a lot of people don't don't really understand what it is web development agencies do. I mean, if you asked my parents what I do all day, they think I play on the internet, um, <laughs> which I'm sure I'm sure you've run into. So, kind of, what's your you know what's your day to day like in the web development industry? I you know with side projects and everything else. You know, how do you you know how do you navigate a day in the in, a day in your own life? Uh. We uh, work a nine-to-five at my job, um, usually get in there around nine, and then we we have an internal project that we're working on right now called Lamplighter. Uh, that takes up a majority of my time throughout the day, but then we also have, uh, there's four of us at the company. There's the owner, and then we have two back-end developers, and then I kind of handle the front-end development and design. Um, so we're we mix in between a few client projects throughout the day. And then most of my time is lamplighter and then kind of just anything else that comes about throughout the day. Um, at home for side projects, I 
whenever I guess my wife isn't at home, she works a little bit later at nighttime at a coffee shop. I I usually try and uh, play around with uh, a few things, and sometimes it's learning new things just for myself or for at work the next day or just uh, working on GR Field Guide as well. So, yeah, that's pretty much a typical day. And so, no, continue, sorry. I haven't, I haven't spent too much time on GR Field Guide lately. Uh, now that I'm married and stuff like that, I just kind of want to come home and spend time with my wife. So I try to balance that as much as possible. Of course. So, um, so, um, you know, you've been doing this for a few years now, and I'm wondering if you could go back, and I know this is hard for a lot of people, if you could go back and tell yourself something, you know, two or three years ago when you were first getting started, you know, when you were first toying with Tumblr, uh, you know, what would what advice would you give yourself? <laughs> That's, that is tough. Uh, I just actually had a friend contact me today asking me for a few tips on getting into the front-end <laughs> development world, and I was kind of just thinking about it and trying to see what I would say back to her. And I was just kind of like, wow, I don't even know what I would say to her <laughs> right now. I'm kind of like, what, what is the basics that I would need to go back to? Um, or what would you, and, t- what would you tell your friend? Uh, I was, I told her the biggest thing for that. I, that I learned while I was following the right people on Twitter. I think that was such a big resource for me is, uh, following Chris and seeing who he was contact with on Twitter and then following those people and then just seeing what they're posting. I mean, it's a, there's like a wealth of information that those guys and girls share that if you just follow those, I mean, there's, there's tons of great stuff that they're sharing that, that I picked up on that I necessarily wouldn't have if I wasn't following them on Twitter. Uh, another thing I just told her to get on like code pen or github and uh start picking through what other people are doing um i think those resources these days are i didn't have that when i was starting so those are just it's a lot easier to get up and going and seeing what you're doing like with tumblr it was like you the code was all mixed together there was no everything was in line so uh it was hard to pick through and uh refreshing the page each time it was kind of a tedious process but yeah those are the biggest things I said for her to start trying out. So, um, so clearly, uh, you're, you've definitely, your skills have grown and you've, you've become, you know, you do this full time, uh, and everything, but, uh, what, what's, what's your favorite project that you're working on or that you've worked on, um, in the, you know, in the recent past? Um, I was, I was pretty proud of uh, what I did with GR Field Guide. It was uh, kind of something I've heard a lot of people say. You know, you just need to work on a side project, do something for yourself. Uh, it's always a great learning experience, and it has been. Um, it was fun trying to build, like, this little community around food and, and drinks in Grand Rapids. So that was always – it's always something I'll be proud of and stuff like that. It didn't necessarily grow to something I'd, I'd like it to be, but I definitely learned a lot from it. Um, what type but, of, what type of stuff have you learned, uh, from building GR field guide? Uh, the biggest thing with that was mostly like layout. So, um, I was trying to experiment with different ways to make it so it was easier on mobile devices, but still fun uh, at a big, uh, desktop desktop. So, uh, 
I played around with like using flex blacks along with it and stuff like that. That was a, a great fl- place for me to get familiar with that and stuff like that. So I think that was a good part for the GR field guide for sure. Um, so I think, I think one of the things that a lot of people, uh, sort of get stuck on, uh, in the industry and when they're first starting out, uh, is the types of tools and stuff that, uh, they need. And one of the things that I, you know, I love reading and I love reading about are, you know, websites like the setup or, uh, Sean Blanc's the sweet setup, uh, for, you know, different people. stuff. but like, what type of tools do you use, uh, in your day to day? What's your, you know, what's your go-to software? What's your setup like? For sure. I love reading all those too. Um, biggest thing, like when I started, I was just following the setup for the longest time. I know that was one of the biggest things that I liked reading. Me too. Um, it still is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but tools, um, I, I do like trying out everything that comes out, even if I don't like it. Like I just like to see how they designed it or uh, some of the stuff that they have integrated in it. But uh, the biggest tools I use day to day is... Uh, definitely google chrome every day i'm in that and uh google the inspector is definitely one of the things i mentioned to the girl i talked to as well just get familiar with it and play around with it turn things on and off and see what it does uh it's a great learning tool and a great uh great to see without going back to your text editor every second um uh definitely sublime text i use as a text editor uh and there's just too many things within it and the ease of use getting things set up that i just love it i've tried vim multiple times but i've never come to being being as uh, efficient as i am in sublime uh definitely if you're doing a front-end development like emmet plugin is a lifesaver for me like i i just can't i can't live without it nowadays like when i (laughs) When I go and do uh, some things in like CodePen, I just I know there's a few features built in, but it's just not the same. Um, also, lately, like I said, I got familiar with Grunt, so I've had to kind of get. I think one of those first things that most front end developers that are not familiar with uh, building websites is getting familiar with uh, the command line. So that was a learning experience I had to get uh, get a hold of and get familiar with and definitely think of myself now that I've uh, got my grunt set up and we're starting to integrate it into some of the projects at work and it just makes things a lot easier on us and uh, uh, it's a lot easier to share with the team and stuff like that so um, been playing around with sketch lately too trying to get a little bit better grasp on uh, some vector stuff now that we can like animate SVG type stuff so that's something I'm really excited about lately. I'm playing around with that. So those are probably my biggest tools that I use on a daily day basis. That's awesome. So um, I know that we we talked about your friend who's just starting out, um, uh, but you know one of the biggest stumbling blocks for people learning to code is staying motivated. You know, building. You know, getting to that hello world and you know pushing the envelope <laughs> and continuing you know, down the path that is so difficult. Um, so sort of, is there any advice you would give, uh, to the listeners and I hope to your friend who might start listening to the show too, uh, to sort of what, what advice would you tell them to keep them motivated? You know, like what, you know, what kept you going and then what, what, what could keep them going? Yeah. Um, I guess I'm, I 
started a little project lately that I've been trying to get a hold of, but uh, it's a little. I'm using a little Ruby framework called Sinatra, but uh, I have no experience with Ruby at all. I just started reading up on it, and it seemed like it was something I could get a hold of and uh, get up and running with. And um, I definitely hit a lot of roadblocks with it already. Uh, I just wanted to try and create something more than just a front-end website or something, something that users could log into and stuff like that. So I was like, I'm going to learn this. And uh, I was reading a couple of guys I follow said Sinatra was a great thing to start with. So I started playing around with that, and uh, I've definitely... I think I haven't touched it for a week. So I, hit, I hit that roadblock like everybody else. But it's it. I mean, you're not going to want to pursue something unless you're really excited about it, passionate about it, and want to learn it. I mean, you're you're you got to do it if you want to, you know. And it's got to be fun. So you just keep it keep excited about it through doing stuff you want to do, you know. Um, GR Field Guide was something I really wanted to do. I was excited about it. I came home and I worked on it each night. Uh, There's definitely, like, getting it integrated with the CMS that I used was uh, a challenge because it was the first time I kind of worked on some of that type of stuff that I don't normally work on on a daily basis. So there's definitely some learning curves. But the people behind the CMS, were I reached out to them on Twitter, and uh, they got back to me quick, and it was... It was great. So, I mean, there's definitely always going to be challenges through when you're developing stuff. You're going to hit roadblocks that you're not going to know what to do, but the community is always willing to help, and that's one of the great things about what we do. So, that's so, I mean, that's so true. The, the community is so important. I hear it time and time again from different developers that I speak to about how important you know somebody's answer on Stack Overflow was or somebody's response on Twitter was. Um, and I, I, I fully agree with you about being passionate about the things you do. I mean, I do this podcast because I'm passionate about it. And I think, I think so many people uh, have these ideas in their heads that if they took the time out to really pursue their goals, they'd be able to sort of uh keep moving forward so i have a a few more questions to wrap up with uh what is the what is the future hold for you alex you know like what you know what's your you know what's the future for uh gr field guide and what's your future what do you see yourself doing professionally in the next few months you know over the next year or two and sort of stuff like that uh right now i'm pretty happy at my job um being able to work on this product that we're we've been building for the past uh six months has been a a real challenge and it's kept me excited um i think we have a lot of room to grow with it and then right now i'm kind of redesigning the website and uh kind of the front end and marketing part of it so that's been a real fun job from designing it and then building it in the browser and everything like that um i would love to get into iPhone development. It's always been something that's been in the back of my head, but uh, just haven't taken the time to do that <laughs> as well. Um, I'd uh, love to just, I there's a lot of things, you know, just like getting a better grasp of JavaScript. Um, I'm kind of spoiled at my job where I have a couple of back-end developers who are pretty fluid in JavaScript that can handle anything I throw at them within a minute compared to me like taking the time to learn it so uh it's definitely something that i always reading and stuff like that but i just can't grasp my head around it um 
but uh, yeah, just becoming a better uh, front-end developer, um, writing better, cleaner CSS, HTML, stuff like that, um, for sure. Being Getting better at design as well. Uh, it's something I'm not uh, trained in, I guess you'd say. Uh, it's just something I've been picked up and follow, and there's a couple designers that I just try and emulate what they do, I guess you'd say. <laughs> But uh, it's, I guess, my learning and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, it's probably most of what I'll be doing. That's fantastic. So I know you've you've worked on a bunch of client work. You're working on this project at work, and you have uh, GR Field Guide. Uh, but, and I think I don't think I've asked you this yet, but what's uh, what's your favorite thing that you've worked on? Uh, probably Lamplighter, the product we're building at work. It's... Uh, can I've you, always – what's that? Can you tell us a little bit about the project and, like, what it is? Yeah, um, we we do uh, client websites at our, at our work, and we wanted something where we could uh, kind of manage all of our websites through a service. So we built this, and it's on Laravel framework. It's a PHP, frame, PHP framework. Um, something we designed and built from the ground up and, uh, we've been working on it every day since. And, uh, that's, it was really exciting for me cause I've, it was like six months or so that I was building websites. I got fairly, uh, fluent in building websites and then we decided to build our own product and I was just like, heck yeah, I mean, this is <laughs> this is awesome. Like I just started learning to build websites and now I'm working on a product in a, a company. So, uh, that was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I can, I lamp later, I guess I could go a little bit more in detail about it is just, uh, it's, uh, what we run a website called devotee. Uh, it's, uh, an expression engine community for add-ons. We sell add-ons. And, uh, so we kind of had a, a little handle on, um, like add-ons and stuff like that were going that were people are using on expression engine sites. Uh-huh. So Lamplighter kind of tied into that, and uh, we built it into uh, be able to use on expression engine sites, uh, craft CMS sites, WordPress sites, and uh, we're working on a Drupal integration right now as well. So you're able to uh, add each of those sites into Lamplighter. And you can see your add-ons that are installed on the site when they need updating. Um, we're working on a little timeline feature right now. So if anybody uh, submits GitHub stuff or Bitbucket things, that shows up in the timeline. So you kind of have a, a history of uh, what's going on on each of your client sites. So you can actively reach out to clients and get more work through it and stuff like that. So. That's that's really that's really a cool product, and what's even cooler is the fact that you've gone from building websites, you know, client facing websites, to building a product in such a quick time. And I think that shows people that if you work hard in this industry and you you know sort of teach yourself and keep pushing yourself forward, you'll be able to to accomplish amazing things. So the last question I have for you that I ask all my guests uh, is: Where can we find you? Where can I? Well, I know where I can find you, but where can my guest? Where can my listeners uh, find you on the internet? You know, what's your Twitter? You know, website, that kind of stuff. Uh, on Twitter, my uh, name is hybrid underscore Alex. Um, my website is alexcarpenter.me. Uh, lately, I've kind of gone away from the blog idea and 
been doing a lot more stuff on code pen sharing uh techniques and uh snippets that way and i think that's a lot better way for me to share my knowledge and i've been excited about that getting uh, more stuff out there and helping give back to uh, people starting out as well so those are probably the biggest places to find me online that's awesome and so we will link to all of that uh, and everything else that we've talked about in the show notes. And you can find those show notes at www.howtoholdapencil.com. I want to thank my guest, Alex Carpenter, once again for joining me tonight. Uh, it was a pleasure speaking with you, Alex. Um, and you definitely are an inspiration to me and to so many other people uh, on the web who are learning. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ruben Ingber. That's R E U B E N I N G B E R. You can follow the show at Hold a Pencil. And once again, show notes and everything else uh, about the show will be on www.howtoholdapencil.com. Once again, thanks to my guest, Alex, and I will see you all next week.